Hello. Hey guys, welcome to the 45 podcast. Hey guys, so today we have Liam DeBleeky on our show. Hey Liam. Hello, how's it guys? Hey, how's it going? Good to have hey. you here, bro. So we're just going to ask Liam a couple of questions to get to know him a little bit better. Okay, so Liam, um, tell us a bit about yourself. What are you studying? I am studying medicine to be a doctor. Um, I'm studying at the University of Witz up in Johannesburg. And I'm in my fifth year out of six at the moment, which is pretty cool. Fancy. Cool. Okay. And what is your favorite thing about lockdown? Well, I guess the best thing about it is that I've got to spend a lot of time back home with my mom and bro because I would normally be up in Johannesburg for most of the year. Um, so it's been cool to spend a lot of time connecting with them again, getting used to living in the same house. And I'd say that's probably <laughs> the best part about it. Awesome. <laughs> cool. That's so cool. Uh, and have you, have you guys been doing any like uh, varsity work from home? We have been given a couple of projects. It's a bit weird from our side because my fifth and sixth year would normally be all practical with a couple of little like revision tests, exams in the middle. Yeah. So They've just given us a lot of revision to do. Um, but because most of our teachers are actually out working in the hospitals, okay. they've been struggling to get us to do work. But I'm going back soon, which is a bit scary and exciting. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> Bro, you should yeah. just cut up Matthew, dude. Just check out, check his yeah. insides and stuff. Yeah, just <laughs> give him a check up, practice a bit. Yeah. Be a good time. Put a practical. Uh, he won't mind. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> cool. So uh, Liam's doing our devotion today and he's talking around how God uses us and the situations as they are. And so we're really looking forward to that. And he's basing it around 1 Corinthians. So thank you so much, Liam. Over to you, bro. Cool. Thanks. Well, so um, the reason I chose to focus the Diva on 1 Corinthians is because um, through my connect group up in Johannesburg, we have started going through it the last couple of weeks and I've just been super encouraged by it. Um, so to give a bit of context, or, or what helped me to get some context on 1 Corinthians was the Bible Project videos. It was super, super cool to give some insights and explain what's, what to expect, what's going on. But pretty much at the beginning of 1 Corinthians, um, Paul's writing this letter to the church in Corinth and he's calling the people out on a couple of things. But at the same time, he's giving them encouragement and advice on you know, how church life should be going, which is really cool. So I'm going to just read the first part, 1 Corinthians 1, verse 26 to uh, 31. And he says, brothers and sisters, consider your calling. Not many were wise from a human perspective, not many powerful, not many of noble birth. Instead, God has chosen what is foolish in the world to shame the wise. And God has chosen what is weak in the world to shame the strong. God has chosen what is insignificant and despised in the world, what is viewed as nothing, to bring to nothing what is viewed as something, so that no one may boast in his presence. It is from him that you are in Christ Jesus, who became wisdom from God for us, our righteousness, sanctification, and redemption, in order that, as it is written, 
let one who boasts boast in the Lord. So this actually reminded me of the saying that Zoe shared in the evening service we had, um, where the saying goes, God doesn't call the equipped. He equips the called. So it doesn't matter if we sometimes feel foolish, weak, or insignificant, like Paul says, um, because God has chosen to use his people, ordinary people who trust in him, to accomplish his work and bring the kingdom of heaven to earth. And the same goes for the circumstances we're in, um, that God can use some pretty crazy, hopeless-looking circumstances to bring his kingdom across and to show his strength and wisdom to all of us. Um, And it's also a great reminder that he's the one who saves us um, and that we can boast in him and his saving life-changing power. And what linked to this, um, these few verses was further on in 1 Corinthians. Um, Paul comes back to talking about his, um, what he's calling them out on, and it's about the divisions the church has. So in 1 Corinthians verse 3, uh, I'm reading from chapter 3, verse 5 to 9, he's talking about himself and another leader in the, the church, Apollos, who people were kind of like, they were, had divisions amongst them. They were saying, I either follow Paul or I follow Apollos. And they were getting into like some pretty nasty arguments. And Paul says, um, chapter 3, verse 5 to 9, What then is Apollos? What is Paul? They are servants through whom you believed, and each has the role the Lord has given. I planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the growth. So then neither the one who plants nor the one who waters is anything, but only God who gives the growth. Now he who plants and he who waters are one, and each will receive his own reward according to his own labor. For we are God's co-workers. You are God's field, God's building. So this is really some more awesome encouragement that, you know, God is the one who does the work and he's the one who gives the growth in the metaphor he's using. So he still uses our help and brings us into his plans. And it's really awesome to think that we are co-workers in what God is doing. Um, but the focus is on him. He's the one who, who brings the growth. Um, but now with that, it can be super encouraging and we're not so stressed that we have to do all these works um, and we have to fix everything or we have to make sense of it all. But also sometimes, you know, we can just think, we can sit back and be lazy and relax and watch while God works. So Paul goes on in the next five verses and he says, according to God's grace that was given to me, I've laid a foundation as a skilled master builder and another builds on it. But each one is to be careful how he builds on it. For no one can lay any foundation other than what has been laid down. That foundation is Jesus Christ. If anyone builds on the foundation with gold, silver, costly stones, wood, hay, or straw, each one's work will become obvious. For the day will disclose it, because it will be revealed by fire. The fire will test the quality of each one's work. And if anyone, anyone's work that he has built survives, he will receive a reward. And if anyone's work is burnt up, he will experience loss, but he himself will be saved. So this sounds a bit hectic. Um, but what I see here is Paul reminding us that we need to work with hearts that are for God and focus on Jesus. 
So if anything like pride or selfishness or any other sin sneaks into what we're building, so to speak, or what we're working towards, it won't be as effective and it won't see as much fruit. But God still knows we aren't perfect. And he reminds us at the end of what Paul's saying, that our works aren't what save us, but God's what saves us. So maybe it was seen a bit all over the place, but what stood out to me here in these um, verses is that God is working and he uses things that may seem foolish or confusing, but he still brings about his plan and by focusing on him and um, growing in him, we can bring about hope and joy um, and you can carry on working even when things seem like they're not working in the world at the moment. God's still working and we can trust in him. And yeah. Cool. Sure. Thank you so much, bro. I think uh, a lot of the time we we can get so stuck on the situation that we're facing and we like kind of throw that up in God's face and how can this situation be like this mm. um, and that. But I think um, what you've pointed out yeah, and reminded us is that it's a bit of a, a bit of a waste to do that. Instead, I think we should be saying, okay, this, this is the situation um, I find myself in. How, what is God's plan and how can I be a part of that plan? Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Cool. Liam, thank you so, so much for being a part of this. It's very cool. And it's been amazing. I just sense in Somerset West that Liam Dubliki is home and it's been a good vibe. <laughs> 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 thanks so much liam um so next week we're going to be hearing from megan and toby so be sure to listen in bye guys Woo! cheers guys Woo!